You're listening to Doctrine and Duty, podcast of Brian Ray, Senior Pastor of Alexander Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia, where biblical theology meets everyday Christian life. Greetings once again. Welcome to another edition of Doctrine and Duty. Uh, in the words of the New Testament writers, especially the Apostle Paul, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I am the host, I guess you would say, but I'm more of, I guess, the pastor slash preacher slash shepherd uh, for Doctrine and Duty. Uh, also, I have the great privilege of being the senior pastor of Alexander Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia, and I'm blessed uh, to have been here for 11 years now, and I'm so thankful for the opportunity that I have to uh, complete or create or whatever it is you call this of the podcast, Doctrine and Duty. Um, you know, it's been a desire that I've had for years and years to really influence people with doctrine, biblical doctrine, but not in a way that would just create head knowledge, but in a way that would create heart and life change. And so we have explanation, but we have explanation for purpose. We have learning that leads to living. We have truth and life uh, joined together in this glorious event slash podcast called Doctrine and Duty. So in the last episode, I uh, talked to you about the holiness of God. I uh, shared with you Leviticus 11, 44 and 45, where on two occasions it says, Be holy, for I am holy. The King James says something like, Be ye therefore holy, because I am holy, or for I, the Lord your God, am holy. And so um, last episode, uh, I talked to you about the otherness of God, the transcendence of God, His sacred nature, and how that drives uh, us to respect and reverence and stand in awe of Him. Uh, this aspect of the holiness of God, I want to talk a little bit more about um, New Testament doctrine of holiness. So in the New Testament, what we find is we find the doctrine of holiness of the people of God, or the church, or the saints, whatever you want to call it there, for those who are born again, those who've been redeemed, those who've been made regenerate. And, and so uh, there is two, there are two aspects of holiness. Number one is positional holiness. Number two is practical holiness. I love the way this is broken down, because positionally we are holy. Now, Obviously, we weren't born that way. Uh, our positional holiness comes from a saving relationship with Jesus Christ. So the Bible says um, that His righteousness or His holiness was imputed on our behalf. It was imputed to us. It was transferred to us so that God the Father sees us through the blood and the saving work of His Son, Jesus, and we are holy. We've been set apart. Uh, we are a unique people. Uh, now, we're not uh, we're not the type that are, you know, totally transcendent. Uh, we're not sacred. Uh, we're not perfect. We're not awe-inspiring. But as far as the way that we stand before God, whereas before we stood in darkness, now we stand in the light. Before uh, we stood in blindness, but now we stand in sight. Before we stood in lostness, but now we stand in hmm, foundness. So positionally, we are holy. Once we are saved, uh, we are considered to be holy, set apart, different, other than, unique. But there's a problem. The problem comes in with this thing called sin, right? And so the second concept of holiness is practical holiness. Now, practically, you and I are moving along in this continuum, along the spectrum of being made more holy. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, our next episode, we're going to cover uh, 
this precise doctrine, the doctrine of sanctification. But for now, it shall suffice to just mention the word, and I want to save all that content for the next podcast. So, uh, positionally, we are holy because of Christ and His death on the cross in our place and for our sins. We're made holy. However, on a daily basis, practically, we struggle. Practically, we sin. Practically, we worry. We fear. We doubt. We say things we shouldn't. We don't say things we should. We do things we shouldn't. We don't do things we should. And so there is this idea or concept of a practical holiness. And this is the area where we are not sufficient. Now think about it. Positionally, our holiness is sufficient. Practically, it is insufficient. Do you know why? The reason is because positionally, our holiness is not dependent upon ourselves. Our holiness is dependent upon Jesus Christ who died in our place and for our sins. Our practical holiness is more dependent upon ourselves. It doesn't mean God's not involved in this process of, that's right, the word again is sanctification. But what it means is that uh, we have a huge responsibility to pursue practical holiness. So I'm going to leave you with that. I know, somewhat of a cliffhanger. You might even have to wait through the weekend for the next one. But our next episode, I'm going to be covering sanctification and how it relates to positional and practical holiness. Have a Jesus-filled day. I love you, and I can't wait uh, to be with you again for another episode of Doctrine and Duty. Take care. You've been listening to Doctrine and Duty, a podcast of Alexander Baptist Church located at 4316 Pamela Court, Chesapeake, Virginia. Join us Sundays at 10 a.m. and find us online at abch.org.